following podcast is recorded and produced by the Podcast Precinct in affiliation with the network at BICBP-radio.com. The Podcast Precinct. Consistency. Creativity. Culture. The Nostalgia Funhouse proudly dedicates all episodes in the loving memory of Connie Chirac. So, Johnny, I've, I've been hearing really great things about this Nostalgia Funhouse. It just brings back so many great memories. Andrew, uh, another reason I'm maybe in line with you here is that you really vouched for this show. So, I'm just going to believe you that this is the show that you know I've been wanting, which is just talking about all the fun stuff from our yesteryear and the years before uh, and I really hate anything meta so I'm glad that what we're doing right now is not that oh no definitely what is meta is, isn't that Ron Artessa's new name <laughs> well add world and peace to it sure <laughs> yeah but this is this is great they like last year they were like tearing play sets and Halloween costumes and well they, that sounds cool they get like this weird court recordings from like pop culture courts does anybody care about court cases these ones are kind of cool. They put Scott Kelvin on trial for Santa Claus there. Oh wow! Yeah. Okay, you're. That sounds interesting. Yeah, man. You know what's the best part about this is though? Because I hear they always got a really great sponsor. You can check it out right there. Captain N is zapping your way. I think that's my cue to kick it. To defend Video Land from the forces of evil. Captain N weekdays at three thirty on Fox. Hello, it's me, Mega Man, and we're here we're talking about the Nostalgia Funhouse. It's Megarific. Oh, he can save Nintendo Land. <laughs> I'm also Mega Man, and we're here to talk about my favorite cartoon that I've ever been in, Captain N, the Game Master. I remember Captain N. What a great show. I was happy and glad to be a part of it. It's we won su- all kinds of Emmys. It, it's Super Icarus. Oh, God, shut up, kid, Chris. We don't need you. Oh, my goodness, Johnny. But as you heard from Dueling Mega Mans. <laughs> Could you imagine, like, if you're in deep Arkansas, like in the deep woods of Arkansas, but instead of dueling banjos, it's just me and you. Ah, <laughs> uh, I'm Andrew. He's Johnny. We're, and Mega Man might, I, I guarantee you, Mega Man's going to show up between. I haven't lived. See, there you go. <laughs> you know what's weird is when you're doing, like, I can see you doing the voice. Yeah. <laughs> why, but it kind of, like, it kind of, like, creeps me out. Like, it's <laughs> like the guy at McDonald's that randomly talks to me. Just imagine, what, is, that, is that what you do? Like, I'm going to start sending you video message oh. of Skeletor. I got to find a Skeletor mask. I'm no. on the lookout. I'm not even kidding. <laughs> I've seen you do Skeletor, but I don't know what it is. Like the Mega Man voice. From <laughs> yes, Mega I know what you mean. See? It's like, do you like the McRib? Do you want it to come back? <laughs> That's what I mean. What's in the Happy Meal? Is yeah. it me? Mega Man? <laughs> Get a cheeseburger and a Mega Man. Sounds good. But we are and fries or apples. Who gets apples? Get fries, you idiot. Double fries, please. Uh, but finally, we uh acknowledge Gary's request after being the yes, uh, from what I understand, one of my loyal, faithful listeners. Yes, and so we're we are doing Captain and the Game Master, the review. As you can see, we're gonna probably talk like Mega Man randomly throughout the yes. whole entire thing. I was going to bring this up to you. Not yeah. since 
pride of X-Men has a voice come out of a character and just blew me away by how I did not picture that voice coming out of that character. So you didn't watch this as a kid? I remember it now when I started. I definitely was aware of it. And I've seen some of it, but it wasn't like a one that I made sure I watched all the time. Okay, see, this one definitely, like, as we're going, we went through it. it I'll just go through it. We'll last it for three seasons. Uh, third season, short in episodes because it was the second half of with, what is that? Super Mario Brothers World. Yeah. And it, where did it? It just had the year. Oh, it ran from September 9th of 1989 to October 26th of 1991 on NBC. But I remember watching the first season. The second yeah. season when I saw it, I was like, I have no idea what this is. I must have evolved into something else. Way better than Mega Man. <laughs> hey, hold your tongue. But nothing's better than me. If you watch this, that's what Mega Man sounds like. Uh, yes, he sounds like this. This is Mega Man. How you done? Princess, we can help. We're heroes. <laughs> Pretty much this is a nice little propaganda show for Nintendo. It's really weird. It's a weird version of propaganda. So here's the here's the backstory to this show. Yeah. All right, well, the, let's, say, let's go ahead and tell what the gist of the show is first, and then we'll get into the history of it. So... A teenager named Kevin Keane gets sucked. Him and his dog get transferred through the ultimate warp yeah, zone. Duke, by the way, his dog is the best <laughs> character in this show. <laughs> Into a universe known as Video Land. Video Land. Uh, think of the if you've seen the Mario movie. I'm going to probably spoil it. There's a bunch of different lands, and that's yep. how Video Land is. And he gets warped in there, and he must fight against Mother Brain, who's and, from the Metroid series. Yes. And but then, not the version that yeah not right. i was, these are all i told andrew when i was watching this these are all like if uh there's a very famous story of if you look at the box art for the first mega man game how he doesn't look a thing like mega man and that's because the artist has a gun the art yes he literally holds a gun the artist said that they didn't let he didn't even get to see the game before they wanted that art so he just did what the closest he could right yeah. that's what this is this is like hey uh, we need Mother Brain from Metroid. Okay, I'm not going to go back and play it. I'm just going to try to remember the best I can. That's how I felt this was too. Is like here's Mother Brain. Uh, this and then like some kid like tried to tell them what it looked yeah. like, and they were like, "Oh, we'll just take it into concept." And that yeah. was with I felt every single character. Except Every single fun. Nintendo character, you know who they are, but they're a, they're slightly off. <laughs> they're slightly off. Their personalities, I feel, are off. Yeah. Um. Oh, their personalities are way off. <laughs> oh, the personalities are horrible. But it's pretty much the main characters are Kevin Keane, also Captain N, the game. Yeah, he, he's a teenager. He, yes. Princess Lana, who is the princess of Video Land, Duke the dog. Who actually has a voice actor of Tom Wright? Could you just get dog voices? He can't oh. do wrong. Simon Belmont from Castlevania, who we have to talk about that character. Yes, Kid Icarus. Oh my goodness! Which <laughs> I found is funny because maybe Kid Icarus isn't his name Pit. <laughs> yes, there's a reason they did that. Yeah, yes. And then Mega Man, and then in season two, you get a debuting Game Boy. 
That's right. Not even that's right. If you've never seen this or never seen season two, it's not like a boy that can play a game. No, this is a Game Boy. Yeah. Where his face is the screen. And they fight the main villains of Mother Brain from Metroid, King Hippo from Punch Out, Eggplant Wizard from Kid Icarus, and Dr. Wily from Mega Man. Yeah. Now, as a lifelong Nintendo nerd, this show just sound, if you just told me this show on paper, this sounds like the most amazing, incredible idea, right? Like the idea yeah. itself is really, really good, and there's so many places you can go. But here's the history of this show. This idea is a great idea when it was being pitched. However, it's a victim of the time of when it came out because it comes out late 80s, early 90s, and this is exactly when parents were really getting concerned and understandably so because it's true that these cartoons were literally just on to sell the toys from the cartoons. And uh, I mean, they were, but yeah, we're fine with it because those cartoons ruled. <laughs> yeah. And the toys were great and the toys were awesome, but parents were like, we're tired of this. So like it was past that. Hey, you can't really do that anymore. And to get around this, they couldn't just say, well, this is Nintendo, even though it's obviously Nintendo. I yeah. don't think Nintendo itself that word is ever actually used the original name of the main character oh. was going to be captain nintendo but they changed it to captain n because they weren't supposed to say nintendo even though it's very blatantly obvious that this is a nintendo thing well i guess the first version of this was captain nintendo and he was a nintendo power and his power yeah, it's like a comic strip right yeah and his powers where he could create video game characters uh and then Nintendo was like, hey, we like your idea, guy that wrote this. I forgot what the guy's name was, but we're going to take it and we're going to make it in a cartoon and we're not going to give you any credit for it. Yeah. Yeah. A true uh, Nintendo fashion. Yes. I do love Nintendo and they have brought a lot of joy to my life, but they're at the end of the day, they're a big company and they do yeah. what big companies do. Uh, but yeah, they're, they're no better when it comes to that than like disney or somebody uh it, it's it, it, i mean this this is a time when like the people who created superman had to fight tooth and nail just to get freaking credit for creating superman right so <laughs> this is the, this is what we this is the world we live in somebody just got credit because who a lot of the marvel guys yeah uh, what's his name steve ditko Dicko, yeah, we didn't want to say that name. <laughs> uh, and you know, Jack Kirby, everybody looks yeah. at Stan Lee, nobody looks at those guys, and those guys, Stan Lee was just pretty much. I'm not saying he didn't do anything, but they're he, very, it was very the way they wrote Marvel Comics back then was very cooperative, as in like Stan Lee would, would have the idea, he would give one of them the idea, but they would actually do a lot of the writing themselves and the drawings they were doing. Because they had a lot of freedom, they they basically had like a bare bones uh, idea from Stanley, and then Stanley would come back in and pretty much fill in dialogue is what would, what they would do. Who actually just got um credit for Batman? It was me, Mega Man. No, I wrote Batman Year One and the Killing Joke. That was me, Mega Man. I said, "Hey, let's have Joker just be like a really bad guy." Oh man, who was the cre- it was Bob Kane. Yeah, that's oh, Bill Finger. That's Just right, yes. Yeah. Like yeah. a couple of like 
I don't know, 10 years, I want to say a couple years ago, but it's probably like 10 years ago. Yeah, there's a great documentary about that that I've seen. It's really good. Uh, yeah, it's, I mean, it's just, it sucks and it shouldn't be that way. But that's kind of how it is sometimes. You sometimes have to fight, especially if you're under the umbrella of a bigger company. You sort of have to fight for uh, the thing that you created to, at the very least, get freaking credit for it, right? Yeah. I mean, uh, these Marvel movies got huge. That was an ongoing problem of some of these characters that were created by these people didn't see a dime for it, right? Mm. And that's not how it should be. Uh, But uh, Captain N, again, was kind of hamstrung by its time i just wish it would have been like you know what let's just who cares everybody knows what this is let's just say this is captain nintendo because it's captain nintendo for crying yeah. out loud. he uses uh his powers are the zapper yes the the and, very famous nintendo gun used, and, to use for duck hunt just for those who don't know and the controller where he can jump yeah. real high when he presses up and pause and do all that fun stuff like he could do with any nintendo controller but the fun of this show is, like, it, it's, I mean, I think Marvel's a great comparison to this, right? <laughs> As in, like, you can go to different video game worlds. Like, in the very first episode, you meet all those characters you already said, and Donkey Kong shows up, right? This is pre-Donkey Kong Country. Oh. This is yeah. this is evil Donkey Kong. And uh, and, there's just, and you're just getting all these characters from all these different video games, that as a kid and as a 40-year-old man now who grew up playing those games, that's actually pretty neat. That's pretty cool. Even if they're a little off. Because <laughs> yeah, Donkey Kong is mon- or mentioned as a minor villain. Yeah. Which is pretty funny because he's not minor at all. He's humongous. Yes. I Because I think if there was, like you said, if it was uh, Donkey Kong Country type range. Yeah. Well, this is like before Donkey Kong Country came out, really. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, but yeah, it's <laughs> that's the fun of it, though. I mean, everybody that you can think of in video games sort of shows up here. That's Nintendo, I should say. Larry like, you're not going to see Larry Bird. I just, Bo Jackson. Did you watch the Larry Bird one? Yes. With <laughs> Rebound and <laughs> so many basketball. Uh, just puns as they can fit into one 10 minute episode. And by the way, Larry Bird, uh, Andrew and I are big Larry Bird fans. Yes, we're going to give a spoiler alert here. He did not voice his character, Bo Jackson didn't do the same either. I was <laughs> checking out the Bo Jackson episode and I was like, This is no, uh, <laughs> this is a beloved cartoon, by the way. Yeah, I could, I can see it. I'll, I'll give you my feelings on it. I don't know if we want to go. Look. Let's let's talk about these main characters real quick. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. I want to talk about like the characters. So we mentioned Captain N. He's a kid yeah. from California. He's fine. There's nothing wrong with him. He's just kind of a down the middle sort of. Uh, he's. I think he's trying to be like a stereotypical hero type character, but I didn't really yeah. feel now in full fairness. I watched three episodes total, so maybe that changes. Oh, okay. But I did watch one from each season just to get right. an idea. But he kind of sort of stays the same to me. I didn't notice much. No. Like he's very bland in a way. I I watched all of the first and second season. Oh, by the way, the end of the first episode, the reason that he doesn't go back home is purely because he can hear his mom saying, Hey, did you clean your room? Yes. <laughs> he didn't want to clean his room. <laughs> and he, he never goes back. Which I can relate to. I get that. That's why he's so relatable. 
that was like one of my things like how does time does video land time i was thinking that too is it different like is it, when he like when he gets back is his mother gonna be like a little older and be like shocked because she had spent all these years looking for her son yeah thinking he was kidnapped or something like a missing person report because yeah he's sitting on like the old school director's chair and he get that gets knocked over but his thing is like once again the game master and he's supposed to be great at like every single game because like what yeah. is it oh you didn't watch the bayou billy episode did you no I, i'm i'm just spoiler alert I'm going to watch it because that game I have very fond memories of, despite it, it's not very good game. <laughs> when you watch it, there's going to be like Captain N or Bayou Billy, and then it's going to be all yellow because they forgot to do the background seats. Yeah, that's one of my favorite things. Uh, like as, when you get older, you can see how these cartoons from your childhood, how they because you don't notice it when you're a kid. Yeah. But when you get older, you're like, oh, they were trying to save some money here. <laughs> uh, Princess Lana. She is the uh, ruler of Videoland, and she's trying to get her father, rescue her father. She's sort of like a stereotypical video game princess. I think yeah. she's supposed to like represent all of them. Like She's sort of Princess Peach. She's sort of any of the other. She's sort of Princess Zelda. Uh, but she, for a cartoon, uh, she's dressed quite sexually, Andrew. I oh, you didn't watch major. the California Games episode then, did you? Uh-oh. Uh-oh. <laughs> Once again, there's so much wackiness in this. But yeah, she's I think at this point, I think a lot of cartoons, I hate this I don't it does not to sound sexist, but even like for boys' cartoons, there always seem to be a girl. So, yeah, and there's a little bit of I mean, you know, my obviously my favorite ever was Ninja Turtles and April O'Neil. Mm-hmm. right uh it's just it's just kind of how it was really and not saying that it's a good thing but it was just it was just always there there's always one girl and <clears throat> she's almost always princess in, in, princess or something like, or in cartoon terms attractive yeah right and uh, if she's not attractive then she's always played for jokes <laughs> like i'm thinking irma Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So, and Irma is amazing, by the way. Irma rules. Uh, but yeah, that's that's sort of where they go in here. But uh, let's go and talk about Mega Man. Wait, I got a list here. I'm going by the list. Oh, well, let's go by the list. Okay. I don't have the list. I'm just. Okay. We got Duke's Kevin's dog. Who... Yes. The best. Do you agree with me? The best character in this thing? Sadly enough, yes. Like, I. He, he's the least think... offensive to my Nintendo sensibilities. <laughs> yeah. To. What I know of things, I would say him or Kevin, where it's not like where I want yeah. I want to punch the screen. They they know me the least. Yep. Uh Simon Belmont, Castle. All right. All right, let's talk about this. Probably absolute worst characters. Just I Okay, so when I watched this as a kid, I did not own Castlevania. The only time I saw anything Castlevania wise was when I went to my friend's house. And his brother would play Castlevania. So I had no concept of Castlevania. So I was like, oh, that's Simon Belmont. As I got older and I've played <laughs> Castlevania, uh, I've watched AVGN and everything else about Castlevania. This has to be the absolute worst interpretation that you could think of Simon Belmont. He's all. way off. Uh, mm-hmm. He's way, way off. Um, in the games, 
He's way more of a very serious, uh, uh, like goes through so much stuff, uh, and it's very much a hero for sure. But in this depiction of him, he's the he's the most vain, yes, egotistical cartoon character that I've seen in a long time. <laughs> If you liked wrestling, think of the Lex Luger narcissist gimmick. Yeah, he's sort of like, and he looks like uh, if Launchpad McQuack was a human being. Oh my god, I didn't even realize that. <laughs> the other thing that, now, once again, now that I know some stuff, is, isn't uh like Castlevania set in like medieval times. Yes. Yes. And it's set from not even dressed close to that. No, no, not at all. He should be in like a very medieval, almost like night type dress because he's going up against Dracula of all things. Right. Yes. And, and all kinds of evil things. But he is dressed pretty much like Johnny's at launch pad. McQuack. He's Launchpad, but Launchpad's very lovable. I love Launchpad. He's one of yeah. my, I, he's a great character, but he looks like if Launchpad was a human being and thought of nothing but himself, which is not Launchpad at all. Launchpad's a very caring character about everybody else. But this Simon guy is horrible. He very much to me seems like he only cares about himself and, the- and he's very possessive of the princess. Yeah. Like right off the bat. Get with that's where I think they were like, Hey, wouldn't it be cool if Captain N and Simon Belmont had this like rivalry type, yeah, thing. rivalry type thing with the princess? Because it would be cool if both of them were likable, but they're both not. <laughs> no, uh, next is Kid Icarus, which we've already mentioned. His name is Pitt in the game, yes. Once again, the game, the game is literally called Kid Icarus, yeah, and so they just named him that. And he's sort of like a think Cupid. If you've never seen the show, he's sort of like Cupid in a way in his design. He's not, uh, he doesn't sit, try to get people in love or anything like that, but he's very much like a he did in one episode. Oh, he had a love arrow, oh, ricocheting and it hit Simon. And Simon Belmont fell in love with Mother Brain. <laughs> oh man, and All that's right. the other thing about this this series right here is that every trope that you could think of imaginable is yeah. played throughout this whole entire thing. So what's Kid Icarus's thing? Oh jeez. <laughs> so Kid Icarus, every time he talks, he puts he finds a way to put Icarus in there somehow. Yes. Like he He's a real Dickarus. <laughs> yes. He <laughs> drinks coffee Icarus. And <laughs> Ever that's the last if he's not if he's not feeling well, he's feeling a little sickerous. Yeah, you know, things like that is 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 his bag. He he drives a car icarus. (laughs) Yeah, it's the worst thing. It it will as a kid, I bet you're like, oh, this is this is fine, but as an adult, it will it will grain on your nerves. (laughs) Oh, it grains so hard on me to the point where I'm going to admit to like, did I sit here and like watch and study every episode? No. Most of the time it was background noise. Like I was doing something on the computer. He was just listening to me in the background. Oh my goodness. He's next. Uh, Or, you know, doing like folding clothes or something like that. And I had it in the background and I kind of listened to it because once again, 
these characters will grain on your nerves. I feel as an adult, especially if you're a giant Nintendo nerd, where we talk about where gatekeeping is bad, but yeah, and we want to see feel an essence. We don't feel an essence, like even with our next one right here, Mega Man. Uh Mega Man, I would argue, is a very iconic Nintendo character. Very, very much so. I played the heck out of those games. And uh he sounds like a Mega Man that smoked way too much. He's he has a smoker's voice. And I don't know if they knew this or not, but Mega Man is is blue. I think that was the way I think a lot of these costumes that we're like complaining about, I think that was like the workaround where it's like, it's not Mega Man. It's just when I when I read the thing when I was reading about this show, because I was legit fascinated about it. Uh, when they were talking about one of the articles that I found, the, one of the people that was behind the scenes said that what they would do is they said, hey, we want Mega Man in this. So they would play the game for like an hour and be like, okay, we get it. Oh, <laughs> that see, that's gist. what I figured too. Is like, and that's the gist of it. Yeah. That's why I'm so lame. And oh, he uses Mega at every prefix. That's right. I'm Mega Brilliant. That's why he, that's why he a Mega Brain full of love. He needs to be on the panel discussion at some point. He will. Don't you worry. Because <laughs> it's mega awesome. <laughs> He's, once again, not a very likable character. I think he's the one that made me the most annoyed because I, I like Mega Man has a special place for me growing up. And there's a much better animated series, by the way, that's yes. just Mega Man, and he doesn't sound like that. No, he sounds like a normal person. Oh, they did speaking of tropes, they did the Mega Man Pinocchio episode because all I got is Mega Batteries and I want a heart. And he fell in love with Mega Girl because Dr. Light is on that one, and Dr. Light makes Mega Girl, and then they made him <laughs> go through this whole trial thing, and they're like, oh. We were with you the whole time, but we just had to make sure that you were ready to become a real human. And it was like, uh, I hated it. Uh, <laughs> and then season three or season two, sorry, was Game Boy. It it just and it was just a Game Boy. Like talk about marketing. Like here, <laughs> here's Game Boy. This and it had arms. That would come off the side, and Game Boy was supposed to be like helpful and programmed for games and stuff like that. He came in because King Charles sent him to help Captain N, which, in other words, Nintendo sent him to just help boost sales of Game Boy. Once again, there's no Nintendo markings on this, but it looks exactly like it, a it's a it's literally a Game Boy with arms and legs. Yeah, and it's also I would say I don't know if this is true, but just looking at if you just look up pictures of them, and if you're a fan of Adventure Time like I am, there's a character called Bemo on there who is basically this thing, right? But I would guarantee you, Bemo has way more personality. <laughs> Do you know who voiced Game Boy? Oh, please tell me, Frank Welker. Whoa. <laughs> Talk about a waste of talent. <laughs> if you're ever feeling like you're being wasted somewhere, just remember Frank Welker voiced Game Boy 
on captain on the game is. Everybody had to get work at some point. <laughs> and if you don't know who Frank Welker is, he's probably the greatest voice actor ever as Megatron and many, many other different. Yes. Yes. Well, the other thing about this show too is that it sort of became a a fight for power as in who's going to be behind it creatively. Is it going to be people who are are veterans of making cartoons or it's going to be people who are uh, video game people. Right. Mm-hmm. And the cartoon people sort of won the balance of power and for better or for worse, that's why some of these characters are a little off because Nintendo wasn't coming in and saying, uh, Hey, Simon can't, he can't be like that. That's not who Simon is though. Today they would most certainly do that. <laughs> yeah. I did see there was a captain on cartoon or not cartoon. We're talking about that. A captain on comic book. And yeah. it only had Nintendo published games. So yeah. what, it didn't have like Mega Man. Cause he's Capcom or right. Simon Belmont. Cause that's uh Konami. So here are the villains. Mother brain voiced by Levi Stubbs, who best known as Audrey Two in Little Shop of Horrors. Yes. How would you explain Mother Brain's personality in this cartoon? Because it's not a thing like the video game. In the video game, Mother Brain is very much like a, a dread, a thing that you dread, right? This Mother Brain... It's played for laughs. Is Yes. But... Though the design on its in itself could be scary in a way, yeah, I would or I would say like every time I was like I felt like is my first thought was is is this Mardi Gras? <laughs> I so Mother Brain to me was very it has almost a, was like very a, stereotypical voice in my opinion. it almost was like a brain thing like from piggy and the brain like oh yeah. what are we gonna do today mother brain tie and take over video land same thing we do every yeah. day yes like a lot of cartoons break that up i fight i feel but this one just seemed like that constantly the other thing too is i never understood why mother brain this version of mother brain why they were the the head of all the bad guys, right? Like I didn't I, get it I when that's what the article was. That's, that has to be it, right? But like, it's very clear in other cartoons why, like Shredder and Krang are the head of the bad guys, right? Or yeah, why Skeletor is okay, the head. I get it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like it's very clear. But this mother brain is so kind of goofy that I. I I think it kind of undermines that. Now, again, this is for kids. It doesn't need to be like, hey, we're going to go murder everybody in video land. Why not? But you can have a little bit of, uh, you know, you know, the real Ghostbusters is a good is a good thing here because I thought real Ghostbusters did a really great job of being both goofy and fun, but also had, had some creep, creepiness to it, right? I told and that's that. how Mother Brain should have been. I told Could you Matt, imagine if they if they did Mother Brain on the real Ghostbusters, how cool Mother Brain would have been? Yeah, because I'm still scared of the Boogeyman today from the real Ghostbusters, and I told yes. you to go watch that when I did Eat Sleep List for our top 10 favorite cartoons. And I was like, go watch the real Ghostbusters cartoon and just watch the Boogeyman episode, and you're going to be like, wow, now I know yeah. why your generation is jacked in the head majority of the time because, <laughs> because of the stuff that we watch. But yeah, I don't 
like Shredder, even Shredder had something that was a little bit scary about him. Like yeah. they're saying. As, as the show goes, he gets really Meg- goofy, but yeah. Yeah. Megatron. Uh, yes. Megatron's a great example. Very menacing. I'm going to say it and I'm going to regret it. Skeletor. What? <laughs> Did somebody say my name? It's me, Skeletor. And I hate the show. I said, hey, I need some work. He, man, has put me out of a job. I said, Nintendo, I'll be the bad guy for you. And they told me to stuff it up my crawl. I knew that was going to come. He just jumps in from time to time. Very annoying. uh, The next one is King Hippo from, I'm just going to say it, Mike Tyson's punch out. Even though they're like, punch out, it's Mike Tyson's punch out. Technically, if we want to be technical, it was both, but yeah. It will always be Mike Tyson's punch out to me, Johnny. Always. No, I get it. I 100%. I'm on the same uh, boat as you, but they did at some point change it to just punch he, out in, in the real world. Kind of looks like King Hippo if King Hippo had some weird Smurf disease. Yeah. Yeah. I thought it was it was, it was fine. Close enough. Him and uh, the next one, Eggplant Wizard. Eggplant Wizard looks like King Hippo kind of looks like if Dusty Rhodes really let himself go. Yeah, but that was King Hippo in the game, though. No, oh, I know. I wasn't saying a, it was a wrong depiction there. <laughs> uh, eggplant Wizard looks like Eggplant Wizard does vegetables. and I don't <laughs> think that... I think that's the problem I'm having with this. Even Dr. Wily. Like, there's no good memorable villains. And that's wild because these are iconic video game villains. I'm Dr. Wily is an incredibly crap. iconic villain. And from video games, Even and he's not like overly like scary. Yeah. Uh, yeah. There's nothing like here. Like there's King Hippo and Eggplant Wizard. The best way to describe them is like a great value version of Bebop and Rocksteady. Yes, they yeah. get sent out to do stuff, and... and they never and they never do it right. Yeah, something always foils their plans. And it just turns out horrible. In the very first episode, they capture Simon and then immediately just lose him. <laughs> yes. It's, like in no time. Simon gets out of that predicament fairly easy. It's just, they're not good. Uh, Donkey Kong, I'm going in through more of the characters that were on here. Uh, Donkey Kong was good. I didn't mind Donkey Kong. I thought Donkey Yeah, because again, this is pre-Donkey Kong Country when he was throwing burls at Jumpman, a.k.a. Mario, you know. Yeah. Uh, so I was fine with that one. Uh, the Count from Castlevania looks like, how do I put this? If you gave like a three-year-old a box of, this is how he's pretty much drawn and colored, a box of uh, Crayola 64 crayons and was like, hey, color this guy any way you want. That's what the Count looks like in this. I didn't know. Yeah, he... It, I'm looking up images of him. Uh, again, in the video games, the count is is Dracula. Yes, like one of the most feared villains in pop culture. <laughs> and it it looks horrible. It looks like, or it almost kind of looks like what's his name from Big Bad Beetleborgs, <laughs> Jay Leno Ghost. That's, what a <laughs> what a reference to pull out there. <laughs> I, <laughs> wasn't a fan of Big Bad Beetleborgs, but if that theme song was on, 
Like this was, <laughs> it was way after my time. But if that theme song was on on a Saturday morning and I was waking up, I was listening to that theme song. <laughs> oh man, I guarantee you, nobody's referenced that show in a, in a decade, <laughs> and it's a shame. Algazar was on here. I don't remember him. I don't either. Uh, now I didn't see the episode with Link in it. How is he on this show? He does he say "Excuse me, princess"? <laughs> no, I did not. Hear That's that. a missed opportunity. I did not hear that. Princess Zelda wasn't bad. I didn't think. Okay, so Link was more portrayed as like Captain N's like buddy, like a dude. Okay. Yeah, not like not like Link from any of the other games where it's like a kid or maybe like preteen I feel like in a lot of them are and stuff like that like this was like he was like just like a dude like him and Captain N would go and be like oh good shot man oh look I can do this man oh like the first time he meets him Link has a bandage like this is the weirdest way to like mend this injury so you know like in a movie they're like oh you're shot or you're bleeding and they like rip off a piece of their shirt and they wrap yeah. it around there okay so link's got pretty much something like that like a bandage just tied and he's like and captain n's like hey what happened to you are you okay this is the first time they meet and link's like yeah i'm fine I'd, and this is pretty much how he comes off too it well at least in my head yeah i'm fine i just pulled a muscle dodging bow or dodging arrows in like a dungeon and i'm like <laughs> like you look fine you look fine but you're just so horribly off and the whole second season is very like zelda driven like yeah. how can we because the super mario brother super show one kind of like sucked how do we push more like link and zelda We'll just put them into Captain N where they're constantly going to Hyrule. Yeah. The villains I thought looked good. It was well, just... in fairness to this Zelda, this link design, it's not bad just from a no. design standpoint. It's it's way better than Mega Man when it comes to getting close that, to the character. That's what I'm talking about. Like same yeah. thing with, with Zelda and everything else. Bayou Billy was just goofy as hell too. Uh, Dr. Light looked like Dr. Light, I felt. Mega Girl? Mm. Mega Girl, take Mega Man, give him the same vision of Mega Man, put blonde hair underneath the helmet, and a pink and white uniform. So pretty much, Mega Girl looked like a shorter, squattier version of... Uh, the princess from Voltron when she was wow, in I just saw her. What a looker! Yeah, oh my god, don't even. I hope we get together at some point. Uh, there was other guys like they went into Dragon Wizard and Warriors, Dragon, Dragon Warrior, but it wasn't nothing with Mario in this because Mario had his own show. Yeah, Mario's is, I think it's what it's missing though is yeah well i mean there's a lot of things missing but talent story <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh more in like to their video game counterparts yeah. but 
that would I think would really set this show apart is it's like in uh, a Justice League story and you're just waiting on Batman to show up. Like, why hasn't Batman showed up? That's all you think about. And that's all I kept thinking about here on any of these. Like, like don't even mention more though that you hear some of the sound effects from the Mario games yes. every once in a while. I wanted to ask you, go back and watch because I hate typing because I never know if I'm gonna like say something weird and it's gonna come out funny. If you listen to the intro for the first season, I swear you hear the sound effect from Mario Kart when you get the mushroom and it goes wahoo. You do, yes. Okay, thank yeah. you. And then the, they, there's multiple Mario sound effects in in it, yeah. And also they changed the intro in the second season, which I think they should have kept. They should have put the intro in for the second season into the first season because it explains it. It's not like, welcome to video land. Here we go. And then all of a sudden you see the live action Kevin and he gets sucked in because he's playing Mike Tyson's punch out. And he's like, oh, no, what's going on? No, this one is like Mother Brain is attacking video land and the ultimate game master. But that's pretty much. It's what's this is just a train wreck when it comes to things but here's some video games that were featured we mentioned a couple ventures of bayou billy bo jackson's baseball burger time california games all three castlevanias uh donkey kong donkey kong jr dragon warrior vexanadu uh, what is that final fantasy jordan versus bird one-on-one <laughs> Kid Icarus, marvel <laughs> madness the first three mega man mega say it johnny Mega Man, <laughs> Metroid, Nemesis, uh, Mike Tyson's Punch Out, Paperboy is even making an appearance. Yeah, yep. Uh, Puss in Boots, uh, Robin Hood, Prince of Thieves, Solar Striker, and then they said like Super Mario Brother, uh, music, and then the sound effects. I'm gonna save the last one because I really hated this one. Uh, Legend of Zelda. Zelda 2, Wizards and Warriors, and the final one is Tetris. The one where they went to Tetris World, why did they even have a Tetris World? And all these people look like you've seen the Money for Nothing Dire Straits music video, right? A long time ago, yeah. Okay. Picture those two guys, and that's the whole entire Tetris World. That's I'm what looking up pictures because I didn't see this. <laughs> yep, yep. The uh, just they're literally just made out of like they're very. There's no circular edges to them really. They're all like just blocky, I guess, yeah. which makes uh, sense I, in a way. Virtual fighter. <laughs> yes, like yes, yes, very much so. But and, uh, Tetris should be like a. It should be a Tetris world. It should be like a reference at some point. Yeah, that's what Tetris should have been. Or like you had to like solve a puzzle. Yeah, and it's a Tetris puzzle. No, they went to Tetris World. That's why it really well we both laughed at the Larry Bird one when they went to Hoopland. Like <laughs> you can't think of anything better. We have to call it Hoopland. And, and they also they also dropped a lot of uh magic. They'd say magic a lot because you know it's magic versus bird, but magic doesn't show up. No. It's just so, I mean, that's pretty much it. 
there's really two seasons and like i said the third season was packaged with super mario world so it's like they're like 10 minutes long yeah you can find them all on youtube yes thankfully so it's pretty easy to to watch i'm grateful for that <laughs> i'm very curious as to how we're going to rate this oh jeez out of out of mega Icaruses. <laughs> okay. All right. <laughs> How many out of five mega Icaruses? This is a tough show for this me is... to review because I think the concept itself is great. The idea is great. All these characters kind of working together, sort of like a Nintendo's Avengers, which I can 100% get behind. Yeah. I love that idea. But at the same time, some of these villains well not just that but just some of these portrayals of these beloved characters just feel way off for me someone who's a hardcore nintendo nerd right yeah so i'm trying to decide if i i'm just going to review it as myself but i'm also trying to think is if i'd really watched this as a kid would this stuff bother me i kind of think so because again even as a kid I really love Nintendo. And I was very much in on whatever Nintendo was doing. And if something wasn't like the games, I was one of those annoying kids who would point it out. I was one of those annoying kids when they'd get the bandana color wrong in a Ninja Turtle cartoon. I'd be very annoyed and would point it out to people who did not care. <laughs> okay, I've done that. <laughs> I'm kind of the I liked I really liked this cartoon as a kid like i remember watching the first season and this being kind of like a big deal to sit down and watch um i only really questioned the mega man thing because i'd never really played or had kid icarus or metroid or um what's the other one castlevania so i never really questioned it but like i said as an adult now there's a lot of misses. I understand the misses, but it can my love of Nintendo really overcome that? And I'll give it 2.5 mega Icaruses. We are on the exact same page. That's what I was going to give it as well. I don't feel I can give it less than that just because the idea... It's such a cool idea, in my opinion. I love the idea of this show. And I am not going to sit here and act like I'm better than it, because I definitely got caught into watching it, just hoping to see another character from another video game series I loved. Uh, So I really liked that. And a lot of it really reminded me of when I would... uh, I used to go to... When I visit my grandma's, we'd always go, because there's a flea market that was near her house. And she'd always take us to the flea market. And you could always find the guy who was selling comic books stupid cheap, dirt cheap. And I would just hunt through there trying to find all these comic books. And I get really excited if I was reading a Spider-Man comic book and like somebody from like Captain America or somebody would show up. Right. That was always really cool to me. And because uh, it really made the world feel bigger. Right. Like it wasn't just a and that's why I really like this idea. And. Thankfully, the main character isn't annoying. The dog is great. Yeah. But I'm a big Mega Man fan. So that one kind of bugged me a lot. And 
honestly also like Castlevania quite a bit, and that's that's just not. And aren't you a Metroid guy too? Yes, Metroid's really great. Trevor, my buddy Trevor, is a big time Metroid, Metroid I, fan. I, one of you I really, I'm really going to have him watch this first episode. I'm very curious what he would think. Oh my goodness, because he's a bigger Nintendo fan than I am. So I'm very, very curious because me and Trevor grew up together and we never once talked about this show. <laughs> so I'm very curious what he would think of this. I'll have to, we'll have to send it to him, tell him how to watch it today at some point, Andrew. Oh my goodness. I'm very curious what he would give it out of five. But yeah, two and a half, I think is very fair. I've seen way, way worse. There's been, there's way, way worse stuff out there. It's a- but as a video game, super duper nerd, the I'm going to really pick this apart because I love this stuff and uh, there's just a lot of little things that just kind of hurt my soul. But at the end of the day, I think it's just a it's a, just a goofy thing that really isn't trying out to harm anything. So no, I can't sit, I can't sit here and totally blast it. I get if this is something I had to watch a lot as a kid, I can see this being one of those shows that have a lot of nostalgia love for me. The other score too is, is once again, I only watched the first season as a kid. There were so many other better Saturday morning cartoons that yeah. didn't make you feel like it was a giant advertisement, but it was a giant advertisement. And this one, I mean, He Man, Ninja it. Turtles, G.I. Joe, all these were advertisements for the toys, but they didn't yeah. feel like it as a kid watching them. No, at least you got a message at the end of G.I. Joe and like He Man. Yeah. This one. Was he in the Saturday morning special? Do you remember that? I think I mentioned Saturday morning special. That we got a oh man, I just totally messed up the the remember the drug thing where they like it broadcasted on all three channels? I think so. Michael because Michelangelo's in it and I was so, And it had like people from different cartoons, right? Yes. Yes. Yeah. It was like the drug thing. I don't think he was. But I remember Michelangelo being in there. I think Captain O was pretty much done because that was probably 90, 91 because Ninja Turtles were big. And they were like, yeah, Ninja Turtles was late 80s, early 90s. Yeah. And they were like, Michelangelo's going to be in there. And I was, or with Ninja Turtles. And he was like in there for like five seconds in the sewer. Yeah. That's because they had like so many characters. I remember this vaguely now because there's so many characters in it. I remember because the smoke. I think he was like smoking weed and like it turned into a villain. <laughs> so did it work? No, but do I remember it? Yes. So yeah. Yay. It's funny. I typed in Saturday morning drug and mm-hmm. work policy. <laughs> yeah, it's, uh, cartoon all stars to the rescue. Is that what it's called? Yeah. Uh, no. No Captain N. Okay. But did you get Winnie the Pooh? Oh, uh, thank goodness. <laughs> to tell you quit doing drugs. Because you would listen to Because if you're going to listen to any character, it's going to be Winnie the Pooh. Oh, yeah. If Winnie the Pooh tells me not to uh, do cocaine, I'm not going to do cocaine. <laughs> you really want to sniff that off <laughs> the table, Johnny? Why don't you just get a nice pot of honey? That's my way impression. I don't know if it was good, but I liked it. I enjoyed it quite a bit. Better than this one. Oh, jeez. Hey, kids, don't do drugs. If you do, you'll sound like me. Was it a mega good one? It was mega great. My favorite drink size to get? Mega gulp. Every 7-Eleven, I get a mega gulp. 
It's delicious. But, but yeah, uh, yeah, what character would you be? I know we don't we usually do this for movies, but I want to know what you would oh, be. <laughs> I'd probably go with Kevin. It sounds so crazy, but there's not real. I think that's the main problem with this is the characters aren't very. I'd be Kevin or maybe King Hippo. I don't know why. I really like King Hippo in this. Yeah, my favorite. I'll be one of the goofy bad guys. I think. Yeah, like, you have fun. Yeah, you could be Eggplant Wizard, and then there you okay, go. Okay, that works for me. Yeah, or, or whenever I think because they're yeah. interchange- if I was purple, I would be really close already as a person. Well, but- if I was blue, I'd be damn close. <laughs> <laughs> King Hippo. So there you go. There we go. We've done it. We did North it. North Carolina at Halloween time. I know what we're dressing up at. <laughs> Kid, Kid Icarus and Mega Man. No. Yeah. Oh man. I'll be Kid Icarus. You just gotta walk around going, hey, trick or treat. <laughs> trick or treat. <laughs> trick or treat. Yes. Oh. <laughs> but that but is that's it. We've done it. That's Captain Ed. I, I I hope we didn't spoil I hope we didn't like hurt your feelings or anything, Gary. But we gave us well, yeah, Gary, we really I hope you know we, we most certainly appreciate all your support. Yes. But that is uh Captain N. Remember to follow us on all social medias. Uh my kids actually went back to school today, so I should be back up on YouTube. Johnny and I got some other YouTube stuff planned. Uh Facebook, Instagram. Merch shop, Patreon. We're going to start working on all that stuff. So please go check that out and uh, leave a review at the bottom, wherever, you know, wherever you listen to this at. And with that being said, good morning, good afternoon, and good night. This was mega terrific. (laughs) 